0: everyone welcome back to sweet wine and dry humor i'm kylie and i'm krista and we're two college besties who drink wine and talk about all things real world women and hot news all while adding our own sarcastic twist let's drink disclaimer if you hear dogs barking in the background or playing with their toys or making some noise, don't come at us. We're recording in the house because it's really the only place we can record right now. So we're human. Just deal with it. And another disclaimer, we do not promote underage drinking in any way on our podcast. So when we say let's drink, if you're under 21, you better be grabbing your water.
1: All right, everyone, we are back this week. We're doing a midway Bachelor, 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 yes. Recap.
0: Bachelor. I
1: almost said Bachelorette because it's really focusing on the women this time. And it is past midweek or midseason. And we know this. And we're going to go with it because there's probably going to be like 65 episodes at the end, like there always is. And the wine we mm-hmm. are um, drinking today is Clarion River Red from Wilcox Winery that was a lot to get
0: out. <laughs> a lot of, words.
1: <laughs> Lots of a lot words of words, and it's gonna take a lot of wine to get through these episodes yeah that's why it's probably a good thing that we're doing like a mid-season and a finale episode because this is a lot there's just a lot and i feel like we kind of have to give the readers digest because i can sit here and bitch about victoria for hours in <laughs> <And> readers- mj <laughs> victoria mj and then anna with the teeth yeah. Um, was there another one? That um, it? Let me
0: look at the list here. That's all that I have to complain about. Okay. But I have my favorite. Abigail's my favorite. And I really like Katie.
1: Yes. I like Abigail it. and Katie too. Um, I don't know if there's anybody else. I I like Chelsea the model
0: yeah she's pretty cool like she doesn't sit like i think i like abigail just because she's so genuine and sweet Mm -hmm. but like um i also feel that she just is kind of different but i like that katie doesn't take any shit from anybody like she will be the first one to be like you know what i'm not tolerating this matt needs to know
1: right yeah i like that about her too and you know she was getting like shit from the girl's at the last episode or the episode before about like, you know, tattling on everything. And I think from the beginning, I don't, I mean, I think the girls have to know that there's like a minimal chance they're going to end up with Matt. And even if they do end up with Matt, there's a small chance that they're actually going to stay together. So yeah. at some point you have to kind of realize your place. And Katie probably realized that her place was more of like a friendship with Matt. Mm-hmm. And He deserves to know if his future wife is somebody to, like, stir the pot and, like, start shit and spread rumors about other people.
0: Yeah, and, like, the one thing I didn't like, I mean, there's 32 girls, and the entrance, or I should say the person that stood out to me, there are two of them, was Katie with her dildo that she brought in. Yes. And Victoria, because her actual occupation on there, said queen.
1: And that's concerning because she has a real job. We
0: looked it up. (laughs) And what was it? Tell the listeners.
1: She's a flight attendant, but she also has a real estate license in one state. I don't know which one.
0: Which is terrifying.
1: Yeah. I would be like,
0: excuse me, pop open that emergency exit door, hand me a parachute.
1: I'm out. Get me out of (laughs) here. Could you imagine? It's also like, could you imagine her trying to sell you a house?
0: No, but all I had for her notes, like on her entrance, I really got rubbed the wrong way because she got carried in, wore a tiara and said she was royalty, you know, then she trips and falls. And the note that I have on here is literally, she's going to be trouble, which she was, but we knew that. She was like the
1: other, what was, uh, was it Alexis that was dressed in a shark during, um, was it Ari's season? Yeah, Alexis was in the shark costume. I forgot. No, Nick. Nick Vial season. Yes. Yeah.
0: But I was just like, oh, here we go. It's been a while since we've had one of them. Yeah. Here we are. She did not disappoint.
1: Yeah, and just like to follow Victoria through like a character development throughout like her time on the season, it's hard to tell whether these mean girls are doing this for publicity or if they're doing it because they're actually mean in real life and i think like a majority of them like you almost have to be this shitty in real life to be mm-hmm. able to act this way on tv
0: and be okay with everybody nationally seeing you like this not only people that you know but like victoria immediately brought me the wrong way so like brie got the first one-on-one date yeah and you know all the girls are saying, no oh, i'm happy for you and she's like i'm not you know you're all fake if you're being happy for her blah blah blah. and the girls are like it's okay to be like hey you know have a good time right you know it's not being fake i mean because everyone's probably real excited for everybody at this point like yeah i wouldn't be pissed if on like the second day that someone else got a one-on-one there's 32 other girls
1: yeah i mean like regardless of like who gets a one-on-one whether it's like you know, not you or, like, you know, or if she would have gotten it, like, you should be happy that somebody is getting to explore their relationship with Matt because potentially in the long run he's going to say, eh, not for me, and, like, send them home, and then it's better for you. Yes,
0: exactly. And then, you know, everybody gets all balls to the walls with their um, wedding gowns, and then Queen Victoria, of course, cuts everybody off, and then they end up playing flag football because what else do you do at Nemecolin besides play flag football and then kayak and hollowed out pumpkins <laughs> we're kind of jumping around this episode if you haven't watched any of them we're not going in chronological order really
1: no we <laughs> can we will talk for days and honest to god none of their one-on-ones or their group dates have been like super like exciting i mean there's been a couple one-on-ones that have been like you know progressive and has made me like the girl more but nothing's like stood out like all these group dates are like let's do a sports activity that has like Mm -hmm. nothing to do with like relationship development and Mm -hmm. then we're going to go to a night portion of the day where you're going to get to talk to maybe like one or two girls somebody's going to bring up a bitchy topic and then you're going to end it that's been the whole season yep
0: that's literally what it's been almost every single night and even the girls on this week's episode you know they were like well this will be the first night where there really isn't any drama between someone pretending to pass out or drama from the house being brought up. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Victoria was saying like, what was the first one where Marilyn forced her to, I put air quotes there, forced her onto the couch. But in reality, Marilyn didn't say, go sleep your ass on the couch. Like,
1: yeah, that was a little bit forced. Like, do you really think there wasn't a spare bedroom in the whole freaking resort that she could have stayed at?
0: Yeah, she did it to be dramatic. Exactly. And then, you know, Sarah got lightheaded at the rose ceremony and was like, oh, I blacked out, I blacked out. And Victoria's like, nah, she just did that for attention. And of course she got a rose. And then, you know, they have the, um oh, the 50 shades of who the hell decided to do this was when they had that group date and they all had to write sex stories oh and they all God. had to go there and listen to each other i was I... like what in the western or i should say central pennsylvania yeah 50 shades of bachelor roses is this they like they really we need to get out of this pandemic just for the sake of the bachelor and bachelorette becoming a half decent show again
1: i yes because it seems like because didn't they do something like that on the last season of the bachelorette too like didn't they write some risque no they sang songs didn't they
0: yeah so they sang songs because they were doing like this whole artistic thing
1: and uh, mm, yeah so they yeah they need to get out because they are losing the ideas and they're gonna have to start repeating stuff like they need to just like travel across the country again and like get her over with (laughs) As I was gonna
0: say I'd be pissed like if I joined the season of the Bachelor and Bachelorette and I didn't get to travel like they, some of them were like in other countries for a week. Yeah, and it's like you you're stuck at the nemical and you might get to go to the East Wing, <laughs> kayaking some carved out pumpkins. It's kind of cultural for you, but then you got to go back you know to the other wing, but you're still
1: in the same like hundred acre area. And I'll tell you what, I've never been to Nemicolin, but I can promise you that it's probably, like, not, I mean, it's probably okay to stay there for, like, I don't know, a week max. I mean, after that, it can't get exciting, like, and yeah. they were there in, like, the fall, too, and, you know, it's cold outside, and I would have been pissed if I would have had to go somewhere, like, super cold. That's not something I would have signed up for.
0: Yeah. You can just tell, too, by, like, some of the layers the girls are wearing, and it's like, oh, that sucks. But I have to say, I really like the fashion this season. Like, I feel like everyone's ball gowns are really on point this season.
1: And I've also noticed that they're, um, the long pea coats that they've been wearing are very stylish. And I'm very into them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, see, if anything, they just had to make up for the horrible season and the horrible plot of the season and the dates by high-end fashion
1: that's fine that they all had to take
0: out a personal loan to get
1: and they can do sponsorships after the season is over and maybe they can get a discount code for the peasant folk
0: yes do you know that the kind of a sidetrack but it is kind of relating to this that girl on tiktok that goes it's a 10 out of 10 she does the, oh. the outfit of the day the ootd the ootada no. and she she wanted to be on the bachelor so bad and she kept submitting so she would literally go online and order all these ball gowns so that way she could be prepared and she would try them on in front of the camera for tiktok i need to figure out what her name is stay tuned next episode or i'll post it on our instagram because she's she's hilarious
1: i'm excited
0: yeah I'll i'll text you her um her name on tiktok like, when i come across her tiktok i'll send it to you but she's hilarious um i think what was really funny too what what was also hilarious nice little transition there um was how he'll kiss all these other girls but with victoria he would literally just kind of go in for a hug yep like he wanted
1: nowhere near her face and maybe she was a bad kisser but also like kissing matt would be so uncomfy because like this is him the entire time like, yeah, he keeps his eyes open. <laughs> uh, uncomfortable. And while we're on the subject of Matt, how do you feel about Matt as the Bachelor thus far?
0: Um, I like him. Yeah. Because he has not been exposed to anything like Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. So he's really a fresh face and you can tell like he's still very grounded. Right instead of letting the producers and everything really get to him, like, have you noticed anything that happens in the show is a total surprise to him. Like you can tell it is genuine shock on his face. Like when they bring in what five new girls and he's like, what the heck? And you know, that Chris Harrison knew and you know, that everybody else knew. And then I also like how quickly he addresses any sort of drama that's brought up to him in the house. Like he does not tolerate it. And ninety-nine percent of the time, anyone that causes it, he sends their ass home.
1: I think that's what I like about him the most is that he like has zero tolerance for drama. Like you if there was even like one ounce of speculation, like you were going home. And it's not even like the big characters, like Victoria and them, like um, he sent like Anna home. And I mean like And she even apologized, which is, like, great. I mean, you probably should not ever accuse anybody of being an escort. But, I mean, she at least apologized. And then didn't Serena, um, Serena C., not little Serena, the other one, did she go home this week?
0: I don't know.
1: I don't either. Because I don't think. I feel like she has to be on her way out then. So I don't think she
0: went home because at the beginning of this past week's episode there was the rose ceremony.
1: Yeah. I think.
0: And then they were getting ready for the other one because what's her face uh Heather? Yeah. decides to come in. But I like there's just so many. I feel like that's the only way they can actually spice everything up is because is by bringing all these random girls in. Yeah, I agree. Like, how did Heather know that that's where they were gonna be in that time to ca- You know what I mean. Like, right. and why did she come pulling up in a Dodge caravan? Like, why? Like, did she rent the car and drive it? Did she someone drive her? Did the producers go pick her up? Because that's the only person I can think of that drives a Dodge
1: caravan willingly that isn't a soccer mom. So I heard, I heard via her like Instagram that she when she got to like flew she flew in probably to Pittsburgh. Um, she went to the rental car place and that's all they had was a freaking minivan. And I said, listen, bitch, no, it's not. Like there's no way that was all she had because if it's Pittsburgh, like, come on.
0: Yeah, no, they
1: always have rental
0: cars here. And I don't know if she just wanted something with all wheel drive or maybe she brought a ridiculous amount of luggage. Maybe like that's the only other issue. But even then, you know that they have SUVs. Yeah. Like, you could have just got an SUV. You did not have to get a Dodge Caravan and drive it to Nemecol like, semicolon, as Rose first se- would say. I listened to that; I was cracking
1: up the other day. I know I was. Oh my god! When they first introduced it, a semicolon, like it was funny when like she Angel messed it up in the first place, and then once I just like stuck with it, I lost it. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. isn't it like? I mean, it's not super far from Pittsburgh to semicolon, but I mean, it's a drive, like a little it's bit a couple of of hours. Fun. Exactly. So you don't like? I doubt. Highly doubt she drove that on her
0: own yeah and it's so funny because you know some camera footage shows it like a selfie dash cam yeah, and then in that same exact moment it's showing like from a side profile so it's like okay you know someone was in the car with her but um oh kind of bouncing back yeah about matt calling everybody out on shit you know he got he grabs victoria and wants to talk to her and he called her out for calling the one girl a hoe. Yeah, And she said, oh, everybody's throwing it way out of proportion. They're taking it out of context. And now she's denying it, you know, constantly. And he said, well, then explain to me, what is a good context to call somebody a hoe? Like, I can't think of any. So then she throws a fit. I'm literally the only one for Matt. I'm the best out of all the girls here. I could be his wife. He's crazy if he doesn't choose me. And I'm like, oh, Christ,
1: leave, (laughs) leave. And then she throws a shit fit when he sends her home and she like won't even hug him. And like you you cannot tell me. Like she didn't even have a one on one. So you cannot tell me that in total of her entire time on The Bachelor, that she did not spend more than max, max two hours alone with him. So yep. you're gonna go up there and cross your arms and say, I'm so sorry for you. Like I was the best thing that you've ever had and I'm like, bitch, that is yeah. scary. Like Yeah. Good luck to you. There was one thing I was going to say about Matt. Oh, the only thing I don't like about Matt is that he, at this point in the season, I don't know for whatever reason to me, he just seems uninterested in finishing.
0: Yeah, and I think it's because there's, like, other seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. They are so involved, and at this point, they're like, oh, you know, I'm... You can clearly tell when they're interested in one person the most. Right. But, like, Matt, I feel like Matt also kind of screwed up because now he started dropping the L-bomb, like, I'm falling in love with you, as to where I noticed that a very small percentage of the previous Bachelor and Bachelorettes said that. Like, no one ever said it until maybe the last episode, like, right after Hometowns or right before Hometowns. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that, and I think it's also, like, really fishy that he will admit that he's, like, never been in love before, yet, like, he's told multiple women that he's falling in love with them, I'm like, that's weird, it's like the, it's like a weird mix of, like, he's never been on The Bachelor, or Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise before, so he doesn't really know how the show works, but he's obviously watched it enough to be able to drop the Bachelor lingo, like, once every two sentences yeah
0: so it's like part of me is wondering if he even knows like is it love or is it just lust or is it just attraction like there's you know you have to combine all elements of compatibility mentality physical attraction all that and combine all that but like if he's never experienced love before, how does he really know? Or is it just intrigue? because all these girls are still new as much, as you know, we're halfway through the season, but at this point, it's only been a couple weeks. Like it's right. only been a few weeks. Right. So it's like, how can you really know? Especially since you're not with one person all the time, you're only seeing what they want you to see.
1: Right. And
0: at this point, I think there's what still 10 girls, something like that. Yeah. And it's like, Yeah, I mean, there's obviously people on there that you're gonna have more of an attraction to and not. Like, I guarantee you, he is actually only attracted to probably, like, four of the girls.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that, and it's, like, hard to watch, and you can know which girls it is. It's, like, it's easy to see which ones are gonna be, like, in his final, and it's, like, string, like, all the other ones along. I feel like, that's where Claire and Dale got into trouble because with her, I feel like it was just like a pure lust attraction rather than mm-hmm. like she loved him. And I don't doubt that they spoke before the show even started. So she was probably like, you know, it's it's one of the only guys that reached out to me, and it's the one that I connected to the most. And yep, that's how it went. And then we saw how they ended up.
0: Yeah. Yep. Broken up. Surprise. R&B. RIP. Besides, like, the other group date where they're shoveling literal shit. Like, and then the only good date, I think, was Rachel's.
1: yeah, Because, you know, they picked
0: her up in the car, the real fancy car, did all these outfit tries on. He gave her a pair of Louboutins, and then sent her back to the house with all these bags and all these high-end designer clothes, and he's like, I just wanted to spoil you and show you, you know, what you know you've never been spoiled or whatever like i'm trying to think of the wording he said but it's just like oh my god you literally had these other girls shoveling shit and you sent her back with like hundreds of dollars louboutin shoes alone and then lord only knows how much on all the dresses
1: yeah exactly and um the one day the date this week with katie i was cracking up because that was the worst like worst date idea i've ever heard of in my entire life like if matt would have come up to me and said like Hey, like for today's date, my best friend is in town. And what we're going to do is we're going to prank him and we're going to like tell the massage or the masseuse like what to do during his massage. I would have said, can I walk myself out now? Like not getting the massage. Like even in the bowling date, they got like wings and beer. And I was like, perfect. You signed me up for wings and beer. Yeah. But she got nothing other than rub his nipples.
0: And then go home. I can't give you this rose. Go home. Which she did definitely like give me the more of a friend vibe. Me too. And I think she knew that too.
1: Yeah, definitely. But uh, they're like really
0: running out here.
1: We'll probably see her back in Bachelor in Paradise. That'll be an interesting one because it's going to be like a mega paradise. Like you have so many seasons that you could pick from.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And did you it's, see? They um, started advertising. They said, you know how they will like advertise for like, if you know anybody like interested in being on like the Bachelorette, like send them our way. Well, now they they're saying, um, senior sixty five plus.
0: Oh my god!
1: They're doing a senior season.
0: Were they bringing
1: back the senior season from the
0: first round of the Bachelor Bachelorette twenty something years ago? They should they're still single and you know you might get an aarp membership with it too
1: like is that safe for people to be traveling 65 plus like in the middle of a pandemic like you better make sure they provide copies of their life insurance policy and honestly their cpr aed status because somebody's going down
0: oh yeah oh yeah and you know they they can double mask it all they want but <laughs> gotta get that vaccine
1: at the end of the day man i don't know if it's safe for those seniors to be trapped
0: the bachelor in paradise what they mean is they're going to send them all to the villages in florida which is a giant it's like a giant retirement home in florida except it's an actual like town almost Mm -hmm. it's where i actually grew up i grew up 10 minutes from there in florida but now it's huge and it takes over i mean it is like miles and miles and miles and miles of retirement community and to the point where they've taken over so much that they don't drive actual cars they made roads for golf carts nice and the villages has some of the highest std concentrations i love in the country because it's a giant it's a giant old people's
1: swingers town i love it put a put the bachelor there get the singles put them in there
0: Probably going to be more interesting these past two seasons.
1: I would be more interested knowing their stories than these, like, 20-something-year-old, like, teeny bockers coming in there with their fake jobs and their fake attitudes. And it
0: really freaks me out, too. Like, now you and I are at the age where people on The Bachelor and Bachelorette are younger than us. And it's like, oh, oh, God.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like people are, like, fresh 21, like, coming on that show. And I'm like, have you even set foot in a bar yet? Let alone, like, hey, I want to be married.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, oh God, no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no,
0: no, it was like Becca, wasn't Becca 21 when she was on
1: Ari's season, and she waited until like halfway through to even tell him. Like, hey, I know you're like 45 years old, but like, I'm 21. So yes, you could be my dad. But I think that that's the reason they didn't end up together
0: probably because of her age because they felt like that they had a really good chemistry past season but still
1: yeah no i mean probably and i mean now she has like babies and so does he so whatever good for them and that's it i think we're gonna do week six recap with uh the ending
0: there right yeah because it's fine because there's 10 episodes
1: yeah, let's do it that way and then that and then we'll have good convo for the finale because then they'll have the hometowns and that's fun. And then they'll have fantasy suite and then we'll see if he actually gets engaged and we'll see the women tell.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting.
1: So we will end our mid season recap here and we will finish it in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah. Whoop whoop. Bye. Bye. Ah.